On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10.30 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. We pray that today's broadcast will be a blessing to you and your family. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. It's a Friday, y'all. Yeah, you made it to a Friday. Thank you for joining us today, celebrating all week long, about 10 years that uh, we have been CAC Daily iCast, so we'll we'll begin to talk about that uh, some more here in a little bit, but uh, looking at... Uh, our announcements we want to make sure we get all that in and we want to make sure that you know what's going on so you can be a part of everything going on at CAC and we want you to remember coming up Friday the 8th at 10 a.m. they're setting up the stage at the church 
play practice Saturday the 9th at 6 p.m. for everyone except the innkeepers and need the audio and video people if possible. We may also have a quick play practice after Sunday school, so keep all that in mind because the Christmas program is coming up Sunday, December the 10th at 6 p.m. So keep that in mind and uh, be a part of any and all of those events. We will be taking the kids to Archer Park to see the lights Friday, December the 15th, leaving the church at 5.30. Sign-up sheet for all under 18 is in the back. Christmas party at the Community Center, December the 21st, 6 to 8 p.m. Waivers are in the back of the church. Parents who have children under 18 must submit a completed form, wave form, before the party. Also, CAC New Year's Eve celebration, Sunday, December 31st, 9 p.m. till midnight. That's always a good time. We also have our prayer requests. Member Shane Hurley, member my oldest brother, James McKinney Jr., Shannon Pruitt, Scotty Belcher, Levi McCoy, Barb Dove, Pam Bartley, Irvin Justice, and Daniel Long, Gwen New, Hubert Mullins, Sabrina Workman, and Tom Fuller. Let's remember all of these in prayer. Also, we'd just like to let you know that uh, we are going to do our best to celebrate today. You know why this is the day the Lord hath made. We're going to rejoice and be glad in it. Well, you can send your prayer requests through the prayer line at 606-282-4108, or you can email those to prayer at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Well, while you say, let's go to the Lord in prayer as we open up today's service and begin our uh, broadcast today. Let's pray. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty way for each and every one who is watching today, that there will be a special touch in their life. And I pray, Lord, that you would bless each and every one that is in the nursing home, hospital, at home, those on our prayer list, all of those that need healing. I pray, Lord, that you would bring healing to their bodies. And, Lord, I love you, and I give you praise And it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we give you praise. Amen. Amen. Well, it is a Friday, and we're celebrating 10 years uh, all week long of CAC Daily ICAST. And we certainly appreciate uh, all of you who have helped to make this broadcast possible. Because without you, uh, there would be no need for us to... uh, Uh, be talking into a mic and looking at a camera if nobody was watching. So thank you for making this a part of uh, your uh, day as you begin each day with us. Thank you for that. And uh, also, I would just like to let you know that some of the great things that's happened since we have been CAC Daily ICAST, we have got to meet many wonderful people uh, via the webcast uh, from all across the U.S. and around the world. And it's just been a, a great experience uh, to get to know people from different areas and uh, see uh, what their weather's like and what their area's like. And it was always good to just uh, get to, to meet new 
people from new cultures and new areas, new backgrounds, and some we've met that live across the country that even uh, maybe uh, knew some people that we knew. So that was uh, interesting. So uh, we're all connected in, uh, I think somebody said something about being six degrees from everybody. So uh, I guess that's uh, that's probably true. Also, uh, we'd like to let you know that uh, when we started the, the broadcast back 10 years ago, it was because uh, we had a lot of people working strange schedules and they wasn't able to come to Wednesday night. And so that means they was only getting Sunday service and then some had to work on Sunday. So they wasn't able to get Sunday service. So we started this broadcast so that everybody that worked uh, odd shifts and wasn't able to be in church could be in church a little bit every day. And uh, so that's why we started. We had people that made fun of us. They said, oh, what are you doing? You you think you're on the radio? You think you're on television? No, no, no. I'm just trying to help people have a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. I had people actually making jokes about that and saying, uh, you know, uh, who's he think he is doing that and and uh, all of that. Just made all sorts of, of rude comments and stuff. But you know what? That didn't deter me going ahead and doing what I felt the Lord wanted me to do. And here we are 10 years later. So, yeah. Well, you know, a lot of times people, uh, they don't uh, like something because it, it's a threat to them or it's uh, something that uh, they feel is going to uh, uh, maybe be something that they can't do or whatever. I don't know why people want to be rude and all that, but they was. But that was in the early days. But you know what? Now, 10 years later, ain't nobody laughing. And uh, because we have people that uh, contact us, uh, give us prayer requests, and we have all sorts of people from all across the U.S. and around the world. Well, there was one young uh, person that I met uh, that uh, was in the Dominican Republic, and uh, he needed a job, and he just contacted us, didn't ask uh, a lot of information. Just He just said, will you pray for me that I'll get a job? And I said, I certainly will. And so we prayed, and uh, he texts back uh, sometime later and said, uh, I-, I go to work. I got me a job. So you see, uh, this broadcast is exactly what the Lord's asked us to do. He said, I want you to take the gospel to the world. And that's what we're doing. Literally, we are taking the gospel to the world. So thank you once again. It's It's been a great 10 years. What is our vision and our, our, uh, our hope for the future? Well, here it is. We hope to always be able to do this as long as we are able and as long as uh, the means and the facility and all of this that we can do, we want to do that. We want to do some new stuff this coming year. And uh, we tried some new stuff last year, and it didn't work out uh, because sometimes when you're dependent on other people, other people will let you down. But uh, when you don't have to depend on other people and you just go ahead and do something uh, new or something different, then you know uh, that it's going to happen. So this year... Uh, we're going to do some things that uh, I feel 
is going to be a blessing to uh, each and every one uh, this coming year. So with that said, uh, we certainly appreciate you making this broadcast possible. Let's jump right into our uh, reading of the Word, and we're reading our way through the Old Testament, 2 Kings chapter 19. And it came to pass, when King Hezekiah heard it, that he rent his clothes and covered himself with sackcloth, and went into the house of the Lord. And he sent Eliakim, which was over the household, and Shebna the scribe, and the elders of the priests, covered with sackcloth, to Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos. And they said unto him, Thus saith Hezekiah, This day is a day of trouble, and of rebuke, and blasphemy. For the children are come to the birth, and there is not strength to bring forth. It may be the Lord thy God will hear all the words of Rabshakeh, whom the king of Assyria, his master, hath sent to reproach the living God, and will reprove the words which the Lord thy God hath heard. Wherefore, lift up thy prayer for the remnant that are left. So the servants of King Hezekiah came to Isaiah, and Isaiah said unto them, Thus shall ye say to your master, Thus saith the Lord, Be not afraid of the words which thou hast heard, with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Behold, I will send a blast upon him, and he shall hear a rumor, and shall return to his own land. And I will cause him to fall by the sword in his own land. So Rabshakeh returned and found the king of Assyria warring against Libna, for he had heard that he was departed from Lachish. And when he heard say of Tirica, king of Ethiopia, Behold, he has come out to fight against thee. He sent messengers unto Hezekiah, saying, Thus shall ye speak to Hezekiah, king of Judah, saying, let not thy God, in whom thou trustest, deceive thee, saying, Jerusalem shall not be delivered into the hand of the king of Assyria. Behold, thou hast heard what the kings of Assyria have done to all lands by destroying them utterly, and shalt thou be delivered? Have the gods of the nations delivered them which my fathers have destroyed, as Gozan and Haran and Rezef and the children of Eden which were in Thelazar? Where is the king of Hamath and the king of Arpad and the king of the city of Sepharvaim, of Hena and Iva? And Hezekiah received the letter of the hand of the messengers and read it. And Hezekiah went up into the house of the Lord, and spread it before the Lord. And Hezekiah prayed before the Lord, and said, O Lord, God of Israel, which dwellest between the cherubims, thou art the God, even thou alone of all the kingdoms of the earth. Thou hast made heaven and earth. Lord, bow down thine ear, and hear. Open, Lord, thine eyes, and see. And hear the words of Sennacherib, which hast sent him to reproach the living God. Of a truth, Lord, the kings of Assyria have destroyed the nations and their lands, and have cast their gods into the fire. For they were no gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and stone, therefore they have destroyed them. Now therefore, O Lord our God, I beseech thee, save thou us out of his hand, that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that thou art the Lord God, even thou only. 
Then Isaiah the son of Amos sent to Hezekiah, saying, Thus saith the Lord God of Israel, That which thou hast prayed to me against Sennacherib king of Assyria, I have heard. This is the word that the Lord hath spoken concerning him. The virgin, the daughter of Zion, hath despised thee, and laughed thee to scorn. The daughter of Jerusalem hath shaken her head at thee. Whom hast thou reproached and blasphemed? And against whom hast thou exalted thy voice and lifted up thine eyes on high? Even against the Holy One of Israel. By thy messengers thou hast reproached the Lord and hast said, With the multitude of my chariots I am come up to the height of the mountains, to the sides of Lebanon, and will cut down the tall cedar trees thereof, and the choice fir trees thereof, and I will enter into the lodgings of his borders, and into the forest of his carmel. I have digged and drunk strange waters, and with the sole of my feet have I dried up all the rivers of besieged places. Hast thou not heard long ago how I have done it, and of ancient times that I have formed it? Now have I brought it to pass, that thou shouldest be to lay waste fenced cities into ruinous heaps. Therefore their inhabitants were of small power, they were dismayed and confounded. They were as the grass of the field, and as the green herb, as the grass on the housetops, and as corn blasted before it be grown up. But I know thy abode, and thy going out, and thy coming in, and thy rage against me. Because thy rage against me, and thy tumult is come up into mine ears, therefore I will put my hook in thy nose, and my bridle in thy lips, and I will turn thee back by the way by which thou camest. And this shall be a sign unto thee, ye shall eat this year such things as grow of themselves. And in the second year, that which springeth of the same. And in the third year, sow ye and reap and plant vineyards and eat the fruits thereof. And the remnant that is escaped of the house of Judah shall yet again take root downward and bear fruit upward. For out of Jerusalem shall go forth a remnant, and they that escape out of Mount Zion. The zeal of the Lord of hosts shall do this. Therefore, thus saith the Lord concerning the king of Assyria, He shall not come into this city, nor shoot an arrow there, nor come before it with shield, nor cast a bank against it. By the way that he came, by the same shall he return, and shall not come into this city, saith the Lord. For I will defend this city, to save it for mine own sake and for my servant David's sake. And it came to pass that night that the angel of the Lord went out and smote in the camp of the Assyrians an hundred fourscore and five thousand. And when they arose early in the morning, behold, they were all dead corpses. So Sennacherib king of Assyria departed and went and returned and dwelt at Nineveh. And it came to pass, as he was worshipping in the house of Nisroch his god, that Adramelech and Sherezer his sons smote him with the sword, and they escaped into the land of Armenia. And Esarhaddon his son reigned in his stead. Currently 36 degrees outside my window pane. 
and looks like it's going to be a beautiful day in the neighborhood here in East Kentucky. As we see, it's going to be a high of 63 degrees. Also, looks like that tomorrow's going to be a high of 67 degrees. Ooh. Yeah, but don't get too all excited because Sunday snows back in the forecast. Oh. I know, but hey, 63 and 67 in December, enjoy. Coming up in just a little bit, we will be having our teaching session just about eight minutes away. So uh, you want to stick around for that. And let's see if we can't do something here. Um, my, my iPad was left off charge all night. So it is uh, going through this uh, time of trying to start up and not starting up. So that... Uh, is where all of my little intros and endings and all of that is. No, I did not leave it off charge. That was not me. So um, that happens. And uh, so that's why we're not having that. It's not crashed or torn up. It's just not charged up. So we'll try to venture on without it. And, of course, let's just see if we can't jump in and do this right here because we don't need the iPad for this. Join us Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Woo-wee! That's some money fun internet radio. What time is it? I'll tell you what time it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps radio and television broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. Whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world, that's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice of Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question. Who asked his servant to kill him while dying from a cracked skull? Okay, who asked his servant to kill him while dying from a cracked skull? And we'll have the results of that on Monday's broadcast. That's right, it is a Friday, y'all. And so that'll be on Monday's broadcast. And speaking of results, we do have the results of yesterday's trivia question. 
What two things did Elisha do with the enemy army after striking them blind? Well, he healed them and provided a feast. That's found in 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 20 through 23. But only 23%, no, 33% got it correct. Only 33% got it correct with the correct answer. Of course, he healed them and then provided a feast. Well, that was yesterday's trivia question. And today's trivia question, who asked his servant to kill him? while dying from a cracked skull. You can get it right. Do a little research. If all else fails, you can Google it. That's right. Well, we are celebrating our 10th anniversary service right here at CAC Daily ICAST. And uh, for 10 years, we've been coming to you Monday through Friday. And we have somewhere... Around uh, by the end of the month, we'll have 2,100 episodes, really over 2,400 episodes or 2,100 episodes, and we average about 200 episodes a year. We are actually on episode 193 of this year, so we only have to get seven more to reach our 200 mark. And you may say, well, that's easy. Well, uh, it may be. Uh, but you know, we are taking off, I think it's the, um, the Wednesday, um, which will be, I'm not even sure what day that'll be, but Wednesday, the, the, um, of December before Christmas will be taken off then all the way through to the new year. So we want you to be reminded of that so that you can, uh, not be looking for us to be on the air. That'll be the 20th of December from the 20th and we'll be back on January the 2nd. So uh, we're going to take a nice little vacation, nice little break and uh, get regrouped. And then January the 2nd, just jump back in with both feet and crank back up and have another great year of CAC Daily iCast. So keep that in mind. We'll be off the air from December the 20th to January the 2nd. We'll be back on air on January the 2nd. So with that said, just make a note of that, and that way you're not looking for us to be on the air and you're not thinking that we've just quit. You know the announcement now that we will just simply take off, and we use that usually do that vacation time. We do that uh, you know, in, usually in July. We take off for June or July, Uh, Also, in December, we take off about a week, week and a half, sometimes two weeks. And then through the year, all the major holidays we take off. So uh, just keep that in mind, and that way you'll never uh, find yourself wanting to know what's going on. Also, uh, we'd like to let you know that if you're not getting information, uh, maybe we have a technical difficulty Uh, something happens, we can't get on the air, and you're sitting there in front of your laptop, PC, smartphone, or tablet, and you're saying, why isn't the broadcast on? Well, you don't have to wonder anymore. Just get your phone out and text, very simple, at CAC Daily, and text that to the number 81010. It's simple. It's easy. No one ever gets your cell phone number, not even me, so join today and start getting text and updates from this broadcast. Well, 
Uh, it's about time for us to take our little break. And so uh, don't touch at any key and don't go anywhere because uh, we want you to stick around because we'll be right back. Just hang in there. to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast, the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606 606- 282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style, brought to you Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time as we bring you just a little bit of home Bible study, 21st century style today. And it is Friday. It is December the 8th, and we're glad that you've joined us. And we are going to jump right in where we left off on uh, yesterday's broadcast. And so let's go to the um, graphic and we will see that in verse number 16 is where we want to start today. So let's uh, study together and begin to read uh, what the Word is telling us in chapter 13, Revelation 13, and this is verse number 16. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive 
a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads, and that no man might buy or sell save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred threescore and six. There's uh, some information given, and yet still some unknowns in this particular set of scriptures. But we want to go to the Lord in prayer, and let's ask the Lord to lead us and guide us today as we study his word. Lord, we come before your presence and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here today to study your word. I pray that you would bless us, Lord, as we study your word, that we will rightly divide the word of truth, expound it fully, and we'll all leave here with more knowledge than we came. Lord, we give you the praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Well, you know, um, we're talking about this beast, this second beast uh, that has come up out of the earth. And uh, now the uh, the first beast and the second beast are joining together, and it's going to be to control the economy, a one-world economy. And that's going to be interesting to look at because, uh, you know, um, when you look at uh, some of these... Um, Greek words we'll get into in just a moment, we begin to see something uh, a little maybe more revealing. But uh, the false prophet, the beast from the earth, is identified uh, in Revelation 16 and 13, 19 and 20, and 20 and 10. And also, uh, he has a religious authority uh, represented by the horns, um, but not political authority. He has no crowns on the thorns. Remember, the first beast had crowns, but now the second beast does not have any crowns. So that means he has no political authority. He's just religiously uh, powerful. Now that, that uh, you know, I think sometimes we forget uh, everything that has been from Genesis until now has been a struggle between uh, you know, uh, what the devil influences and political uh, uh, influence and religious, uh, you know, uh, when you look at what happened in the garden, it was <clears throat> what was religious against what was evil. Uh, again, you see in Jesus's day when he showed up, uh, he came upon a, a government uh, that was entwined with religion. And uh, he came to, uh, you know, uh, give them an opportunity to get away from that. And so Jesus did away with that. He doesn't want us to get intertwined. Um, You know, uh, I've heard people say, oh, you got to make friends with all the politicians. You got to even run for office yourself and all that. Uh, We are not called by the Lord to go out and and uh, and and this is probably going to be a controversial statement uh, to do anything other than uh, win people to Jesus. That's uh, if if you're in a position of power and influence, praise the Lord for you. Uh, if you're in a position of authority, praise the Lord for you. But that's not what we are to pursue as the people of God. We're trying to 
Just simply win people to Jesus. I know that may be a controversial statement, but it is a statement of truth. So uh, this false prophet is going to be so crafty that he will deceive the world. And we find that uh, he will receive his power from Satan. It's just kind of giving us a little recap of this. And um, also, um, you know, uh, Satan... Uh, is not, and this is this is something that a lot of people don't understand. Satan is not omnipresent, which means Satan can't be everywhere at every time. That's why his influences are done by his his uh, he influences people that actually does uh, his dirty work, if you will. Um, it will amaze the world. This beast will, this false prophet, will amaze the world with miracles. And again, we talked yesterday about how that if we're not careful, we'll be so wrapped up in uh, in uh, wanting to see miracles and signs and great exploits in the Spirit that if anybody does it, we'll follow them, regardless of their doctrine, regardless of what they believe, regardless of uh, if they're a Christian or not. So... Uh, you know, people says, oh, well, people can't do things if they're not Christians. You know, they can't do uh, great miracles if they're not, a, uh, if it's not of God. Well, how do you explain this, uh, this beast, this false prophet who is going to amaze the world with miracles, even call down fire? So, so don't think that just because uh, something happens, out of the ordinary, that it must be of God because the devil has certain power. He don't have all power. He has certain power. And uh, he will promote the worship of the Antichrist. The second beast is is uh, the false prophet's going to promote, oh, you have to worship the Antichrist. And so that's what he's going to do. He's going to promote that, and people's going to fall for that, and people's going to do that. And then he will use his religious influence to help the Antichrist control the world's economy. And that's found in verse 16 and verse 17. Notice it says, And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, don't matter who you are. How many knows that what, it, what the call is for our uh, uh, leadership today is that everybody's on the same playing field. Everybody, you know, uh, things are redistributed. Uh, wealth is redistributed so that everybody has a piece of the pie. Well, this is exactly what is going to happen with the false prophet and the Antichrist. They are going to team up and control the world's economy. Don't matter if you're, uh, you know, uh, somebody of influence or somebody who has no influence. Doesn't matter if you're rich or if you're poor. Doesn't matter if you're free or if you're bond. If you're going to buy and sell and exist in the world that the Antichrist and the false prophet are going to team up and and uh, and have this religious, political uh, leadership, that's why, you know, when politicians start talking about God and start talking about 
you know, this, and people get mesmerized with that, watch out. Watch out. I'm not saying any of our politicians today are the are the beast or the false prophet, but I will tell you this. If you get mesmerized when somebody that's in political power starts talking about God, you you will be just like these people that are so easily led into false worship because they are deceived into thinking that miracles, well, it's got to be of God. Oh, it's, it's something great happening here. There's a religious movement taking over the world. Think about that. A religious movement taking over the world. And there will be people that will say, this has to be of God. This has to be right. Look how popular it is. Look how many people's doing it. And, you know, that's what they look at today when when uh, they look at uh, false teaching and, and uh, not following the words of Jesus, uh, not following the words of, of the apostles. Uh, you know, we are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. But when people start looking and saying, oh, that would be great to have a, a, a worldwide religion. Oh, it'd be great. Well, it's like it used to be in our speech class and in our debate class. It's only good if it's in the belief that you have, right? <laughs> so with that said, the false prophet and the Antichrist are going to team up for a worldwide religion. That's right. Plus a worldwide economy. This Nobody has to have money anymore. Nobody has to, you know, worry about it. Somebody hack into your internet account and, and steal your money from the bank because it, that's not going to matter. Now it's going to be a mark either in your right hand or your forehead. So it's going to be doing away with any of all of this problems that everybody has. And see, that's what the Antichrist wants to do and the false prophet. They want to come on the scene and say, we have the answer to all of the world's problems. There's only one that has the answer to the world's problems, and that is Jesus Christ. But they're going to come on the scene. They're going to say, we have the answer to all the problems. You don't have to worry about somebody uh, stealing your billfold. You don't have to worry about somebody hacking into your account. You don't have to worry about somebody stealing your money because if they can't steal your identity because you got a mark on your right hand or your forehead, and that is how you're going to go to the store and buy. And if you're a merchant, that's how you're going to sell. And people's going to take it. And I know there's people right now, oh, praise God, I wouldn't take that. I wouldn't take that. But if you have resisted the Lord up to this point, how are you going to have strength to, to resist uh, this mark that allows you to eat and your family to eat and you to exist? It's all headed that way. A one-world religion, a one-world economy, in other words, a one-world government. That's where it's headed. Now, he uses his influence to help the Antichrist control the world's economy. He promotes a mark, and, and this mark 
has also been looked at by many scholars as a counterfeit or mockery of the seal of God. Remember, kings had seals, and usually it was a ring, and they would seal it in wax. And that way, if you ever showed anybody a letter or a decree, and it had the king's signet or seal on it, then you knew that was from the king. And and Jesus uh, and, and the word tells us that we will, you know, be sealed. We will be sealed. There's going to be Jews that's going to be sealed. And, of course, uh, the seal that we have is being full of the Holy Ghost. And so so truly, uh, we have uh, uh, seen in the Word of God and studied just recently about those 144,000 who were sealed. So the mark of the beast and a mark, I want to kind of uh, give it um, a... Um, little more in-depth, if you will. He causeth all to receive a mark under the government of the beast and the false prophet. All will be given a mark. Without the mark, no one will be able to participate in the economy. No one may buy or sell except those who have the mark of the beast the mark of his name. People say, why y'all people the name? Why y'all keep stressing the name? Because the name of Jesus is what we run into and are safe. It's what seals us. It's what we are protected by, saved by. In the last days, there's going to be the mark of the beast. So it's going to really have more to do with his name. And if you don't believe that, then it says uh, in verse number 18, and it says this, Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man. And his number is six hundred three score and six. We see that since the ancient Greek word for mark, it's C-H-A-R-A-G-M-A is how you spell it, isn't generally applied to people. Some have taken uh, this as a symbolic mark, but a literal mark needed to buy and sell is certainly conceivable and practical. That's a uh, from a commentary that uh, someone said, well, it could be just symbolic or it could actually be literal so that you can buy and sell. Uh, I'd like to say that uh, while we do have an electronic world, you know, uh, you can now put your fingerprint on your computer and it opens up automatically. Um, they have entrance ways that you can uh, just put your fingerprint. So, it's not inconceivable to understand that this mark is actually going to take place and be real because it's going to be a mark on the right hand or on their foreheads. Now, Satan's not very creative, and uh, all he can do is imitate. So we are not surprised to find that this, too, is a satanic parody of, 
of something God will do. It imitates, it imitates God's mark upon his people. Revelation chapter 7, verse 3 and verse 4. The number of his name. This was a common concept in the ancient world. In Greek and in Hebrew as well, letters were assigned a numerical value as A equaling 1, B equaling 2, and right on down the line. For example, graffiti in the ruins of Pompeii reads, I love her whose number is 545. Well, um, it's not hard to understand this. It's not hard to realize that uh, this beast wants uh, this false prophet and the Antichrist want uh, to deceive people. The Antichrist wants to be worshipped. And the mark of the beast, in other words, if you don't have an identification with the beast, then you can't buy or sell. I'd like to say if you don't have an identification with Jesus Christ, you're not going to make it to heaven. If you don't have an identification with Jesus Christ, you will not make it to heaven. Revelation chapter 18, the number of the beast. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, if you will. For it is the number of a man. His number is 666. Does this tell who the beast is by figuring out a numerical value of a name and seeing if it adds up to 666? Using this method, many candidates for Antichrist have been suggested through the years. Uh, people began to talk about uh People like the Pope. Uh, even somebody said, uh, you know, John uh, Kennedy. Uh, they they began to try to, you know, count n numbers and say, oh, it's got to be this person. But when this person is revealed, there'll be no mistake of who uh, the Antichrist is when he breaks that that bond in three and a half years of tribulation. There's not going to be any guessing who it is. And in fact, um, who it is has not been revealed. It's just been revealed that it's the number of a man. So we know it's going to be a man. And in our world today, the, uh, people having a problem determining what is a man and what is a woman, well, the Bible doesn't have that problem. It's going to be a man. And his number, and, and ever how it comes out, you know, you can have a lot of people add up to 666. A lot of people. But when this time comes, there'll be no mistake of who it is. So don't try to sit down and say, oh, it's got to be this one. It's got to be the Pope. It's got to be the president. It's got to be some dictator. It's got to be you know, this, that, or the other. Don't try to figure it out because it's really not going to be something that you can see until that time come. And I'm, I'm looking for the church to be out of here by then. 
So uh, I'm not looking to have to deal uh, with with the mark. But uh, I do want you to know that uh, trying to unlock the identity of who that 666 is attached to is really causes more confusion, more deception, uh, more misunderstandings. So we just leave it like the Bible says right now. We know it's a man, and we know his number. Reckon that's where people got says, oh, he's got my number, or I've got their number. I just, I just wonder if that's where that came from. Most things that we talk about today have some origin in the Bible anyway, but I, I don't want to get into that, but I do want to say this. Um, I, I know people that when, um, uh, like a, uh, they go through the store and if the cash register and it rings up and, and I've had this happen, it comes up to $6 and 66 cents. People freak out. Oh, six, six, six. I can't do that. Buy another piece of bubble gum. But that's not the mark. That's not, and, and that's why I say trying to figure this out and going beyond the word will only cause confusion, and we know God's not the author of confusion. We know it's a man. That, that's plainly spoken. And, and we know that the false prophet and the beast are going to come together, and they are going to control. Right now we don't have a one-world government. Right now we don't have a one-world economy. Right now, we don't have a one-world religion. So we can't say that anything going on right now is this what we're reading and studying. We just have to take it as it is. And when it comes to pass, it will be no mistake of who it is and who it references. So I want to stop right there, and that ends our uh, chapter 13. But you know, sometimes when I, I think about uh, all the things that um, we have studied, I pray that it's um, sparked you to want to study more, but most of all, sparked you to where you want to serve the Lord. You want to stay focused on Jesus. I don't want to be focused on world events and lose sight of Jesus. I don't want to be so confused by what's going on in our world that I forget about Jesus. Keep Jesus in your life. Keep Jesus foremost, and everything will be all right. So I want to close with that, and let's go to the Lord in prayer as we close today's broadcast. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you, Lord, for this opportunity that you have blessed us to study your word. I pray that we have rightly divided the word of truth, expounded it fully, and that if I have misrepresented or misquoted your word in any way, forgive me, Lord, and help me to make it right. Lord, our focus must be on you. We must serve you. We must worship you. And we'll never be deceived if we keep you in our life. Help somebody today who's more concerned about world events and economy and things going on around them when really all they need is to be concerned about serving you. Help us to be faithful. Help us to be true. For it's in Jesus' mighty name we ask and pray. Amen.
Well, we will start on chapter 14 on Monday, and uh, we hope that you have enjoyed the teaching session today. I've enjoyed bringing it to you. We do have our trivia question up and running. Who asked his servant to kill him while dying from a cracked skull? All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Everybody have a great day. Have a great weekend. We hope to see you Sunday at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m. at CAC and 2 p.m. at Pikeville Apostolic Church. Come on out and be with us in any and all of our services. Everybody have a great day because we are out of here. Pray that today's broadcast will be a blessing to you and your family. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church,